Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today, we're going to spend some time talking about God's spiritual discipline, and our scripture comes out of Hebrews twelve eleven. Now, no chastising for the present seems to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised by it. When was the last time you asked God to discipline you? As human beings, we are by nature pain-averse and are quick to ask God to remove anything we feel is uncomfortable or unpleasant. That includes times when he chooses to chastise us. In the New Testament, chastisement is defined as discipline or training in proper conduct for the purpose of better behavior. In the Old Testament, chastisement carried a similar meaning with greater emphasis on discipline and correction and was viewed as a blessing from God. The author of this letter of Hebrews accused his readers of losing sight of that piece of advice which reminds them of their sonship in God and regarding lightly the chastening of the Lord. There are several reasons why we receive spiritual discipline. First, it is a sign of God's love and the believer's sonship. As believers, we need to understand that we are children and heirs of God. While we quickly embrace this relationship, asking for God's blessings and protection, we must also be respectful and accepting when God administers spiritual discipline. We protect and correct those we love. So does God. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Secondly, discipline is designed to both correct and prevent sin in the life of the believer. Just as an earthly father corrects his child, our omniscient father sees influences or behaviors in our lives that may cause physical and or spiritual harm. Therefore, he will exercise spiritual discipline to protect us. To reap the full benefit of his chastisement, we must be willing to be exercised by it. This will prepare us for future trials and temptations. Finally, Spiritual discipline will result in repentance and submission by the believer. Spiritual discipline is not designed to harm or destroy us, but to solicit repentance or turning away from sin and to return us to God. During spiritual disciplining, we turn to Father God for direction and guidance then he redirects us in the paths of righteousness. These three factors collectively result in spiritual benefits to the believers described as 
peaceable fruits of righteousness, goodness in character. Although spiritual discipline may not be joyous, it is not intended as punishment for sin. Jesus Christ, as our substitute, received on the cross the full penalty and chastisement that should have been given to each of us. God's chastisement is a reflection of his love and is provided for our spiritual growth and development. Next time you experience unpleasantness or upheaval in your life, simply ask God if he is using this event for your spiritual discipline. If he answers yes, then spend time reflecting on Proverbs 3, 11 through 12. Do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father does his son and in whom he delights. Lord God, we thank you that you have loved us enough to chasten us. As our Heavenly Father, we must trust your hand in our lives. We embrace that which you allow to touch our lives, that we may be corrected when needed, redirected as you plan, and grow to full maturity as your children. That's it for today. Thank you and have a blessed week. Bye-bye.